It's brand new season two. I'm Marissa Thalberg. And I'm Stephen Wolf Bededa. And we're excited to be back having bigger, bolder, and always real conversations. Straight from the C-suite front lines of marketing, media, and more. We have great friends joining from people you may know, like Wilmer Valderrama and Bobby Burke. And people you'll want to know. So grab a coffee or, hey, even an Aperol Spritz and come join us on America's number one podcast network, iHeart. Listen to brand new on the iHeart Radio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. I'm Johnny B. Good, the host of the podcast, Creating a Con, the story of Bitcoin. This podcast dives deep into the story of Ray Trapani and his company, Centratech. I'll explore how three 20-somethings built a company out of lies, deceit, and greed. I've been saying since a very young age that I was going to be a millionaire. If someone's like, oh, what's your best way of making money? I'm like, oh, we should start some sort of scheme. Listen to Creating a Con, the story of Bitcoin, on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. Hi there, I'm Bob Pittman, Chairman and CEO of iHeartMedia. Welcome to Math & Magic, Stories from the Frontiers of Marketing. This week, I'm talking to the one and only Ryan Seacrest. Love the connection to people. I think at the core, what I get excited about, what gets me up in the morning is connecting with people in an unscripted, unvarnished way. It's getting to, to say something to them, hear back from them, know that I'm part of the routine. And I look forward to getting on the air. I look forward to it. In these exciting times, we're looking to the math, the strategy and analytics, and the magic, the creative spark more than ever. Listen to Math & Magic on our very own iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcast, or wherever you get your podcast. Oh, hi, I'm Rachel Zoe, and my podcast, Climbing in Heels, is back and better than ever. You might know me from the Rachel Zoe Project or perhaps from my work as a celebrity stylist. And guess what? I'm still just as obsessed with all things fashion, beauty, and business. Climbing in Heels is all about celebrating the stories of extraordinary women, and this season is here to bring you a weekly dose of glamour, inspiration, and fun. Listen to Climbing in Heels every Friday on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. Hi, friends. Welcome to Side Hustlers. I'm Carla Marie from iHeartRadio. I am the host of Side Hustlers. Each week, I talk to someone following a passion outside of their day job. Some people have actually turned that side hustle into their full-time job. It's been really cool this last year and a half getting to talk to these people and hear their stories. I've been inspired by them. I know a lot of you have been inspired by them, but thank you for being here every week and for listening to this podcast, for taking time out of your day. I truly do appreciate it. I know that if you have an iPhone, you can actually set a shortcut within the Shortcuts app that will actually play the podcast if you tell Siri to, you say, hey Siri, play Side Hustlers with Carla Marie. And my phone is now doing it. So that's great. But it, it's cool. It is really cool. So if that's something you want to try out, go for it. You can always reach out to me at the Carla Marie on Instagram with anything about the podcast. Feel free to tag me when you're listening to the podcast. I appreciate that. It's really cool when I see that. And if you have anyone that you really want to hear on the podcast, whether you know them or not, and you know it's a side hustle, Tell me, reach out to me. In this week's episode, we're going to talk to Andrew. He is coming to us from Virginia. He's a new dad. He runs a business within the food industry, and he's got a side hustle called Secret Hopper. It's basically secret choppers for breweries. Let's hear Andrew's story. For a lot of people, you know, why are you waiting? You know what you want to do. This is something you want to do. Get up your butt and do it. I'm a hustler, side, side hustler. Do it. I'm a hustler, side, side hustler. Do it. I'm a hustler, side, side hustler. Come on, ask about 
Yo, yo, it's the Side Hustlers Podcast with Carla Marie. Okay, so joining me today is Andrew. You're joining me from Virginia. So hi from Seattle to Virginia. <laughs> Very excited to be here. Thanks for having me. Well, thank, thank you for being here. I know we kind of went back and forth for a little bit over timing and everything. You had emailed me right before your son was about to be born, and now he's born. So what is it like being a new dad? Well, I really don't have any idea what sleep is. Yeah. My wife and I, we sometimes forget to brush our teeth. We forget to eat, but we're running a business. We've got a brand new baby. We got a little Max. We love him so much. And life's amazing right now. Well, we're just running with adrenaline. Well, congratulations. So you have a day job and a side hustle and a new baby. And we're going to get into how crazy and how many hours and all of that. But your day job, you run a company within the food industry. That is not your side hustle, but you are still running that whole thing. That's correct. When I was just a kid, when I was 16 years old, I started selling snow cones at baseball games. And a few years later, I ended up running the company. I still have an active role running the company. And now I just get to work at all kinds of crazy sporting events and concerts all over the place. And then on top of that, you're like, oh, you know what? Let me create this whole thing that does not exist. And you're going to run your own business. And that is Secret Hopper. Now, when you first emailed me, I was like, secret hop like what what and i keep reading it and i'm like and then it finally clicks like oh duh like secret shopper oh my god this idea is genius so i want you to explain what exactly secret hopper is and i want to get into why the heck you thought of this idea well secret hopper is a mystery shopping company specifically for craft breweries right now i know you had mentioned me before the 11 breweries in your neighborhood alone yeah you know when you're going to go out and have a beer you don't want just to go to a brewery that has an awesome beer you want that awesome experience. So it's really our goal to help breweries, you know, maximize that experience and make sure guests are having an experience just as good as the beer. So what made you say, I want to help breweries be better? So I've been a big fan of craft beer for a really long time. I've been a home brewer with friends. I've enjoyed drinking beers, enjoyed taking vacations to visit breweries and just kind of combining that with my experience, just running a food service and making other guests experience more worthwhile. I'm like, man, I love beer. How can I have fun in beer all the time? Oh my gosh, this is an idea we can actually run yeah. with. And we decided to get it going. So what did you first do? Do you have any friends that are in the industry where you were like, hey, let me just come into your business and, and rate it? Like, What exactly is the process like to get a company to work with you in this aspect? So we reach out to breweries all the time. And some of the breweries are brand new operations just looking to find ways to stand out. And some of them, like a call I had earlier today, are breweries that have been around 30 years that really want to attract a newer crowd back to their business. So whether a brewery is just looking to be the best they can be or really realizes they need to improve, they reach out to us. We send mystery shoppers in to evaluate that customer experience to simple things like whether or not the staff's offering recommendations, whether they're engaging, encouraging beer to go, things that when we say it out loud almost seem like basic customer experience practices. But when you're in the heat of the moment working behind the bar, things might get lost in the shuffle. And we want to help make sure it's as smooth as possible. So being a new business then, when you first launched Secret Hopper, how did you convince that first business to work with you? Well, you know what? It took about a month before we got our first client. We shot a lot of emails. We tried a lot of phone calls right back then. And then we had a a larger brewery on the East Coast, Flying Dog. They seemed really interested. And they were one of our first clients. And they were actually previously in Colorado years ago, but they're now home in Frederick, Maryland. And we started seeing a little traction from breweries that are more established. And that gave us a little, you know, 
okay, we're confident what we're doing now. There's definitely a need for this. And that kind of just got the ball rolling. Yeah, I'm sure these breweries that have been around for a while are getting a little scared that there are tons of other breweries propping up. I think you said to me there's 7,500 breweries in the world. Is that the right number? And counting. It, no, that's just in America. That's just in America. In okay, that's wild to think about that. And like you said, and counting. So I'm sure these breweries that have been around forever are like, okay, we need to make sure, you know, we're staying on top of our game and not just turning a blind eye to all of these breweries that are starting. It's crazy that you said those are the ones that are coming to you guys. Yeah, without a doubt. Because if you go to a brewery and have a bad experience, you're going to go to the 10 others in your neighborhood instead of the one where you didn't have a good time. So if I own a brewery and I want to hire Secret Hopper, what happens? You come in and you do what exactly? Because I'm assuming, obviously, my employees aren't going to know that I've hired you. That is correct. We're not going to tell anyone. It's a secret between you and I. But what we're going to do, we're going to work together to create a questionnaire that captures the most important parts of your business. That way, if you're looking to make sure your staff are asking a certain question, engaging on a certain level, just encouraging people to take beer home with them, we're going to formulate a questionnaire that gets all the feedback that you're looking for. And then we're also going to ask you, you know, what type of shoppers would you like us to send in? Whether you want maybe 21-year-old females who don't know a whole lot about craft beer or maybe a 57-year-old homebrewer who's been doing it forever. We're going to send in the exact type of shopper to collect the exact feedback they're looking for. That way they can use it to improve. Then, okay, after you do that, what does me, the owner of the brewery, what do I get? When do I get it back? Is it like a, a report? What happens? Yep. So a lot of other mystery shopping companies might send you essentially a novel talking about every single detail of your visit. We want to send you something you can read in two minutes and you can look at it and say that, oh my gosh, Andrew is not doing a good job. He's not engaging with the guests. He needs to do better. Or on the other hand, he's doing a fantastic job asking all the right questions, engaging on the right level. So the report's going to come after all your monthly visits. And most breweries go from about four to 10 visits a month. You're going to get just a report that talks about every experience. You're going to read through it. They're going to have scores to kind of direct you in the direction of how, you know, solid and engaging the visit was. And then you're going to use that to take to your staff and either say, hey, you're doing a great job or, hey, let's just do a little bit better. We never want to look at it as a negative approach. We want to say, hey, this might be where we are right now, but let's use it as a tool to get even better. Because if a staff member can engage more, they're going to get tipped more. They're going to see more guests come to that brewery. So it's really going to benefit everybody and everybody's going to be more successful. Now, when you say four to 10 visits a month, do you send different people to the brewery or is it like one person always checking up? Yeah, sadly, I'm not going to send you the same brewery 10 days in Uh. a row, Carlin Marie. (laughs) It's going to be four different shoppers or 10 different shoppers or whatever the number is. We want to make sure they have fresh faces. Okay, so that is something you have on your website. Anyone can sign up to be a secret hopper or anyone can at least apply to be a secret hopper. How the heck does that work? So that's a great question. Tons of people want to go to breweries and have free beer. But what we're really looking for, we're looking for shoppers who can pay attention to detail. So when you get to complete the basic application at secrethopper.com, you're also going to provide a few writing samples telling us, one, why you're going to be a great secret hopper. And two, we're going to ask you to tell us about a recent experience at a brewery. Mm, That way we know when we send you out to a brewery in your area, you're not just going to say, hey, I'm here for the free beer, but you're also there to make a difference and help make that brewery even better because you are making a difference. Yeah, of course. So you then, I guess they're getting compensated for the beer that they buy and then their time. Yeah, it's sadly not a way to make money. Depending on the style of visit, they're either going to get a flat payment of $20 wow. and we still have some visits wow. that also include food that get up to 45 bucks. And 
there's even a few where you get to take home a t-shirt with you. It's not going to pay any bills, but it's a fun way to enjoy a couple beers and make a difference. Well, people love giving opinions. They love being able to give their opinions. That is something I have learned being in this industry, whether they're asked or not. And on top of that, people love free beer. So this is like the coolest thing ever. I think if anyone listening right now, go to secrethopper.com. You can check out everything that uh, Andrew and I are talking about. You can even apply to be a secret hopper. And if you do it, please let me know because I want to hear what it's like uh, from your end. That'd be really cool. You had said earlier that you wanted to, you loved breweries and you wanted to work with them. That initial thought when it came to you, is that what secret hopper is now? Or did you have to formulate it a little bit more? So the initial concept really was just a mystery shopping company for breweries. And really when it came to me, I was sitting at my desk, I think just having lunch and I, I'm always thinking of ideas. You know, I like having fun and I like making money. Who doesn't? Yeah. So at that time, my wife, Stacy was working at an animal hospital. So I shot her a text and I said, Hey, Stacy, I've got this great idea for a business. She goes, okay, Andrew, what is it? She used <laughs> to be having these ideas. And I said, we're going to start a company called Secret Hopper. It's going to be a mystery shopping company for breweries. She immediately texts back, that's stupid. <laughs> so, of course, that gave me, as it would anyone, the drive to, one, go and create the website. Create, you know, make the questionnaires we were going to use and go forward. I don't think I slept for two days onward. But really, the initial concept was the same. And over time, and that was in May 2017. Oh, wow. We just fine-tuned, fine you know, our processes and just grown the company and just had fun with it as we continued to work hard. Well, does Stacey still think it's stupid? No, Stacey's on maternity leave right now from Secret Hopper. Oh, so she's, so she's an employee. She's an employee and she's been a huge help in this entire process of growing the company. So does she look back now being like, well, good thing she did say it was stupid because it made you want to do it even more. So I guess it was probably a good thing on her part. <laughs> it was a blessing in disguise for sure. How many hours do you spend a week on Secret Hopper if you are still running you're another business within the food industry. That's a fantastic question because sometimes I feel like I'm running two companies at once and I really am. So I would imagine that I probably spend at least 30 hours a week on Secret Hopper. And no matter how many hours I spend, it's not enough. Because I can only imagine if I had gone full in and spent all my time on that, if I could have grown the company differently. But every free moment, I mean, now we have a baby, so I can't spend every free moment. Right. But every free moment I'm able we put into the company. Is it just you and Stacy doing everything? Well, initially it was just me. Then okay. we brought on Stacy to help. We've actually brought on my brother to help out with a little processes as well. Cool. We've recently brought on a fourth person to help out with a bunch of things behind the scenes. So we, we need the help. And I imagine not too far from now, we'll have a uh, spot for more people to help us out as well. So then as you're bringing on these different people, would you mind talking a little bit about what they're doing for you? Because I know that's a big thing for side hustlers who have been yeah. on this podcast. A lot of times it's like, I want to hire someone or I'm not, A, I'm not ready to pay someone or B, I'm not ready to hand over tasks because this is like my baby. So what is that process like bringing someone on to represent your brand and work on your vision? So having worked for a foodster and hired people for years, I know the type of people I can work with and I know the people I don't want to have around mm -hmm. and I know what I want them to do. So my brother I knew was a really hard right. worker. He's the first one we brought on. He's actually somewhat of an independent contractor for us, not technically an employee. But he handles a lot of the reporting for us. You know, we'll get the shoppers out. I do a lot of the marketing. But whenever the, all the reports come in from the breweries, he'll help compile them. That way I can send them out to all the brewery owners and tasting room managers that I work with. So he's been a huge help 
with that. And, you know, he does a fantastic job, but every now and then I still find myself looking over his shoulder, double checking things that I should trust him with. Just because you're a business owner, this is your baby. You want everything to be perfect. And now bringing on the other people, are any of them doing specific roles or it's just like, okay, everyone just help out wherever you can? No, they do have specific roles. The recent person I brought on is also a manager with the food service I run and he goes to college and he's cool. off at school for the semester and he needs a way to pay a few bills. So we brought him on to work remotely and he's just helping to schedule our shoppers at the brewery. That's so incredible. Whenever he has free time away from his studies, he's helping us out. That's really, really cool. What is social media for you like? Because I saw that you have Facebook, which is facebook.com slash secret hopper. And everyone who has been on this podcast, their business is where it is or their main means of marketing, I guess I could say, is social media. I think you're one of the first businesses where it's not necessarily social media driven because you don't have a product that people are going to go look at. It's more of a service. So I guess, how do you as a company use social media and why do you think it's different than like these other companies who use it all the time? So I do use social media all the time. I use it for two different reasons, actually. As a business, we love to engage daily with all of our secret shoppers. We'll pose questions on our Facebook just to get you know, communication going. We love having conversations. We love to get to know people. We love sharing information. So just today I posted a question on the Secret Hopper Facebook. You know, how do you prefer to drink your beer? Do you like it out of a regular pint glass or do you like it out of, they may be a fancy glass knit specifically for an IPA. It cool. really just gets conversation going. It gets people pumped about what we're doing. And it's great because then you can see what, and you can also go back to breweries with, hey, this is what our beer community is saying. A hundred percent. And so another way social media has been good for us is it's been a recruiting tool as well, because I need secret shoppers in places that we've probably never even heard of. There's small towns across America that we are working with breweries there. And, you know, I don't know anyone there. We don't have shoppers already signed up. So I have probably joined a million Facebook groups, whether it's a yard sale group, a beer group. I am, I don't even want to admit to how many Facebook groups I'm a member of, but I'll just go in, I'll ask the administrator, hey, can I share this opportunity? And then we'll get the local community excited and encourage them to sign up for a secret shopper. I do that and I also post in a lot of beer groups about what we do because we collect a lot of really unique data. We share a bunch of cool stories and they're pretty receptive too. So. I'm always on the internet. Yeah, from what I've learned and been a part, like I've gone out in places like the beer community is very receptive and accepting of new people. And just like, it's a good community to be a part of. So I'm sure it's great for you to be able to get feedback from the people who are really in that community and going to breweries all the time. Oh yeah, and I love learning too. So if I can learn about what's going on in a brewery here or Seattle, you know, it's just fascinating to see me what's going on across the country. Do you have secret hoppers, shoppers? I see, I keep getting caught up. Do you have secret hoppers in Seattle? We do, we are active in your area. We should probably get you out soon. I know, I wanna do it. It's great because I need to be gluten-free. So if I go into a bar and where they have cider or something that I can drink, I can throw that at them and see if they know what to tell me, because that's cool. No, I don't know if it's near you, but I believe. I believe there is a brewery in Washington that's making strictly gluten-free beer. I'll is, also get back to you on that. Email. Yeah, for sure. I know. Um, Sound well, that would be Soundcraft Seltzer, but it is a brewery, and I know they that's all gluten-free, and that's um, part of Two Beers Brewing. Um, but yeah, there's there's so many. I will happily be one. It would be so fun to, to, to try it out. And then we've got um, Fred the Mailman who was on this podcast as a side hustler. So from his mailman job with the Postal Service, his uh, Side Hustle is a brewery, and it's Bascule Brewery in uh, Lorraine, Ohio. So I got to get him connected with you. That would be awesome. 
Oh, yeah. Ohio. They've got great things going on with their craft beer. It's actually been one of our most active states. They really appreciate that good experience. They really do. And they just love beer a lot there. So absolutely would love to to make that happen. That's really cool. Have you gotten to travel to different cities because of Secret Hopper? So we have traveled a bit, but sadly, I'm not the one shopping all these breweries. A couple of years ago, my wife and I, we went out to the Great American Beer Fest where we met a lot of the breweries we're working with face to face. I've done a lot of other travels. And Neatly enough, through the food service I run, it's a traveling company as well. I've got to combine cool. some of my trips to go visit brewery owners and also, you know, work that job. So I have been all over the place. That's really cool. Do you um, have plans to one day just do Secret Hopper or are you going to always try to do both? So now having a baby and wanting to spend more time at home. Yeah. I would like to possibly travel a little bit less through the food service and put a little less hours in. But I love it. I get to work at all kinds of special events. So I never really want to stop doing it because it's something I've done nearly all my life. And I enjoy doing it. But ideally, Secret Hopper is potentially at this moment in time becoming not the side hustle much longer, but it's becoming, you know, the main source. And it's fantastic that we've got to this point. Yeah, it's pretty crazy how your side hustle then just becomes your main hustle. There's so many people that that has happened to where they're like, oh, I just wanted to do this because I enjoyed it. I like beer or I like, you know, making bathing suits. But then it takes over your whole life and that becomes your main hustle. And people are able to leave the corporate world to do the thing they're passionate about. But it all starts as a side hustle, which is really cool. Yeah, you just said it. It's all about that passion because passion will cause you not to sleep. Passion will cause you to work endless hours and just push along and you'll be happy doing it which is crazy because when you're working for someone else it doesn't always feel that way indeed um when you had to start when you started secret hopper i know obviously a lot of companies sometimes people have to invest in a product or there's like a lot of overhead for you was it just buying the name and, and building out the website because i guess you technically didn't need to buy products no I and mean, we didn't have a lot of overhead at all i mean we got the website which we got through squarespace we got a logo design as a really great website you probably know of called Fiverr. Mm-hmm. Oh, Fiverr. Oh, we love Fiverr. They yeah. did a $5 logo for us that we still use today for Isn't someone it? I got connected with. It's mind-boggling. I forgot about Fiverr for a while. And then a week uh, this weekend, my friend uh, brought it up to me again. And I was like, oh, my God, I forgot about that gem. And it's like, it's crazy. You could get anything for five bucks on there. <laughs> yeah, so we've been really great with that. I actually met a guy in the Middle East who now we kind of subcontract to do some work. He just sends out information to breweries for us. So he helps pass out you know, information on the internet through email about what we're doing. So yeah, we, we met him through Fiverr. It's wild. It really is wild. It is wild. Um, so that is great though, that you kind of just, all right, you were able to hit the ground run and technically right away, you just got the, the trademark. Now, do you have to do anything in the, I guess, cause it's alcohol related. Are there any specific roles you have to follow as a company or it's just really, it doesn't matter. No, we just disclose everything. I mean, we have a liability form that comes along with the independent contractor agreement that our lawyers drew up. So we did have some legal costs, like you said, trademark and just some documents that we needed to make sure we're done correctly. Besides that, we haven't had any issues specific to alcohol. I mean, we make everybody aware that when they go on these assignments, one, it's your responsibility to be safe and you're going to consume maybe a flight and a pint have a designated driver and be safe and have fun. Yeah, you're not going to get wasted at a brewery all night. That's not how this works. Because then you're not going to remember anything. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah, and that's why we like to keep it at about, you know, when they have two drinks, but the report's about 25 questions. Because after you've had a couple drinks, 
like you said, it's kind of hard to remember more than that. It is. I would not do. I'll keep that in mind. I would not do well at that part. When you first emailed me, you had listened to the modern fertility episode of Side Hustlers. And you said uh, you and your wife had gone through IVF. What was that process like, I guess, going through IVF while doing two jobs at the same time? It was extremely tough. And through the process in its entirety, my wife was a complete saint. We went through two rounds of IVF. The first round obviously wasn't successful. But after that, we went to the Great American Beer Fest. We got a little jump start there. (laughs) Then afterwards, she got in for round two. And I think I gave her way too many shots in her butt, which is part of the IVF process. So she became immune to the pain of the needles. And really, it just gave us the drive to keep working hard. And Although when I created Secret Hopper, then she joined on, we didn't foresee this as the means to get to the place we needed to be to have our son. But looking back on it, I don't know how we could have afforded to go through the process twice without growing a company that ultimately helped us, you know, do it. And it's really a blessing in disguise. There. So Baby Max is a beer baby, technically. <laughs> well, funny enough, Max's middle name is Brewer. Which is not because he's a beer baby. Stop. It's actually a family name on Stacy's side. That so, is so there is cool. a little family significance. And of course, I didn't disagree when she suggested it. Okay, that might be the most badass name ever. You better get his Instagram oh, yeah. handles, his emails <laughs> ASAP because that is such a cool name. Oh my God, I'm going to reach out to you yeah. to name my kid one day. <laughs> um, <laughs> how did you, because you reached out to me, how the hell did you find this podcast? So I listened to way too many podcasts and I think I heard an ad for yours on another podcast, either about business, jobs, something who knows where. And, you know, that Modern Fertility episode was actually the first one I listened to and it caught my eye. And it's just you like learning. And when you can listen to another person's Mm -hmm. podcast about how they had their little side hustle exist, you want one little takeaway. And if you can learn one thing from that podcast. It makes my day better. So yeah. that's what I look for when I listen to these little podcasts. For me on this end, hearing everyone's stories and how and why they started, it's been really cool for me, inspiring for me. And that is not what I set out to do at all with this podcast. And just to get that in return has been the coolest reward. So I'm glad that you're also getting something like that from this. Before we chatted, you said something about being on another podcast. Have you found that that is a cool way to market Secret Hopper? Yeah, it's actually been a really great way. There's a lot of podcasts that have reached out to us, one, because they're interested in beer, but a lot of people have reached out to us too, because they just like the business concept that we're doing. So I've been on, like I said, more craft beer specific podcasts, but I've also been on podcasts that are just more business related, curious about how we launched our company. And in addition to marketing the podcast, the guy we've hired overseas, we actually have him reach out daily to newspapers to say, hey, if you need a resource for craft beer information, come to us. That's cool. We're always trying to get our name out there in any way we can. That's super smart because, and also newspaper is not like where I would immediately go, but I feel like newspapers, probably the kind of people that are like, hey, we need to stay hip. And this is what's cool. Breweries, let's link up with these people. It's really smart. I don't know if that's where you were going when you thought about it at first, but that's where my mind just went with reaching out to newspapers. Oh, yeah. I mean, people still read them. It's true. I mean, they do still exist. We we tend to forget that from time to time. (laughs) Okay, well, I can't let you go without asking you your favorite beer. I know that's a hard question, but do you have a favorite beer? So I'm going to twist that question a okay, little bit okay, and it's related okay, okay. to what we do. So through all my travels, one of my favorite breweries that I visited is a brewery in St. Louis called Perennial. Okay. While Perennial Brewing makes really fantastic beer, one of the reasons I love their beer so much is when you go there, 
you get a great meal, you get a great beer. But the first time I ever went, I met a bartender there and she was super fantastic. You know, let me try a lot of things, was really personable, engaging, taught me a lot about the brewery, had a great time. I went back a year later. She remembered exactly who I was. Stop. So that not only made me like this beer cool. even more, and they are one of my favorite breweries, but made me respect that brewery as a whole because they're doing amazing things and they're getting their staff passionate about their beer enough to want to connect with the guests who they saw once in 365 days. Yeah, that's so that was really cool. That's wild. So I'm assuming they got a good report from you because that's amazing. <laughs> They knew they were doing a good job. Yeah, oh, yeah. yeah. Absolutely. Well, I want people to sign up to be Secret Hoppers. So go to secrethopper.com, uh, support Andrew, sign up. If you know any local breweries or owners of local breweries from where you are, let them know about Secret Hopper. But don't tell anyone except for me you're being a Secret Hopper. <laughs> I love it. Andrew, thank you so much for doing this and uh, and taking time away from your wife and your new baby. I appreciate it. And Carla Marie, really appreciate it as well. Thanks again. Okay, so go to secrethopper.com. I really, really want everyone possible to sign up to be a secret hopper. I think it would be so cool to do this. If you're doing it, please let me know because I really want to hear about your experience and uh, just know how many people are supporting Andrew. I mean, come on, free beer. Can't beat that. It's pretty freaking awesome. Again, reach out to me on Instagram at the Carla Marie. If you don't have social media, I'm side hustlers podcast at gmail.com side hustlers podcast at gmail.com rate and review this podcast, subscribe to it and set up that Siri shortcut. And until next week, keep hustling. The weekly podcast that started it all. They just wanted to have fun as they dreamt of one day having their own morning show. And now they do. But the tradition continues every Friday. My Day Friday with Carla Marie and Anthony. Available worldwide on the iHeartRadio app. Kick off your weekend with Carla Marie and Anthony. It's brand new season two. I'm Marissa Thalberg. And I'm Stephen Wolf Bededa. And we're excited to be back having bigger, bolder, and always real conversations. Straight from the C-suite front lines of marketing, media, and more. We have great friends joining from people you may know, like Wilmer Valderrama and Bobby Burke. And people you'll want to know. So grab a coffee or, hey, even an Aperol Spritz and come join us on America's number one podcast network, iHeart. Listen to brand new on the iHeart Radio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. I'm Johnny B. Good, the host of the podcast Creating a Con, the story of Bitcoin. This podcast dives deep into the story of Ray Trapani and his company Centratech. I'll explore how 320-somethings built a company out of lies, deceit, and greed. I've been saying since a very young age that I was going to be a millionaire. If someone's like, oh, what's your best way of making money? I'm like, oh, we should start some sort of scheme. Listen to Creating a Con, the story of Bitcoin, on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. Hi there, I'm Bob Pittman, Chairman and CEO of iHeartMedia. Welcome to Math & Magic, Stories from the Frontiers of Marketing. This week, I'm talking to the one and only Ryan Seacrest love the connection to people. I think at the core, what I get excited about, what gets me up in the morning is connecting with people in an unscripted, unvarnished way. It's getting to to say something to them, hear back from them, know that I'm part of the routine. And I look forward to getting on the air. I look forward to it. In these exciting times, we're looking to the math, the strategy and analytics, and the magic, the creative spark more than ever. Listen to Math & Magic on our very own iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcast, or wherever you get your podcast.
Oh, hi, I'm Rachel Zoe, and my podcast, Climbing in Heels, is back and better than ever. You might know me from the Rachel Zoe Project, or perhaps from my work as a celebrity stylist. And guess what? I'm still just as obsessed with all things fashion, beauty, and business. Climbing in Heels is all about celebrating the stories of extraordinary women, and this season is here to bring you a weekly dose of glamour, inspiration, and fun. Listen to Climbing in Heels every Friday on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts.